You are listening to the Booth Podcast, Saskatchewan's home for unfiltered sports analysis, hot takes, and wild, wild conversations. What the fuck? The orientation of the screen just switched for me. Yeah, same. Carter has his hand raised. Come on, man. <laughs> God like, damn it. It uses for school. If you raise your hand, it moves you to the front so the prof can see you, right? That's get actually... rid of, I don't know how to get rid of it. There it goes. Okay. Hey, quit fucking with it. Quit, fu- <laughs> quit fucking with it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Booth Podcast. This is... As we discuss the biggest podcast ever, not just in the Booth's history of all time, we are joined. I am joined by my always hosts, Davy O'Doyle, Richard Reese, Sean V. Good to see you, boys. But also, we have the latest additions: Carter Altwasser, Braden Johnston. This is a five guys pod. Free agency has been nuts. We needed all hands on deck for this one. And you know what? I'm not going to start it with anything. Boys, how are we doing? You decide. Fucking great. Okay. Outstanding. Okay. I love football. <laughs> Dave? I ate a lot of jube jubes after supper, I'm not going to lie. So I'm like, I don't know, my, my stomach's a little bit queasy, but... Okay. So if, you, if we see you mute your mic and get up... We know why. It'll it'll probably be the combination of a certain bangle leaving as well with the jujubes festering in my stomach that makes me leave. But yeah, that is that's tough. That's tough. I don't. Is that the toughest loss you've had since you were a Bengals fan? No, no one say that, but it's heartbreaking. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pumped with how free agency is going. I know two of you guys are as well. Rich, you're you're pretty neutral with things right now. What's what's your take? Vikings have no cap to do anything. So I've had been sitting here watching everybody else be happy. Um, I got the same old shitty team, but it's been fun watching all the other teams make moves. As Sean, sad as Sean's that sounds, it has been fun. Sean's out there though. Yeah, except we gave Kirk a nice new no trade clause, but I forgot about that. Kirk yeah. did get a deal, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that re- that really fucks with that whole idea that you were extending him to kind of hey, make back his cap Kirk. hit not so yep. much. Hey, they'll make it work somehow. Um, we got a fuck ton of moves to talk about, so we're just gonna talk about them, okay? And what I ha- what what we're gonna do here? Here's what we're gonna do, okay? We are gonna do regular water or spicy chili. Okay, how did this move? land for you guys will i I got a list of guys okay the big ones um you know shout out to cedric wilson where did he go doesn't matter to cedric wilson um but yeah we're gonna go through the moves give our thoughts obviously you know we can spend a bit more time on the big ones but shit we got a lot to talk about this is nfl free agency this is my favorite time of years as the nfl fan Oh, breaking news. Okay. 
Broncos sign O-line Tom Compton. Holy shit. Shoring up the O-line. Okay, well, we can scrap this show. Let's talk about Tommy Comp. Um, just a sensational player. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, the first move I had written down here, I think it's, ooh, I think it might be the most money we've seen spent so far. Don't quote me. J.C. Jackson going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Five years, $82.5 million. Um, you know what? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Carter, thoughts. Regular water or spicy chili? Well, it's J.C. Jackson spicy. I mean, my, I kind of have a take that I don't think the Chargers really got any better than when they were last year because their pass coverage was already pretty good last season. It was the run D that was bad. Uh, but I mean... J.C. Jackson is one of the best cover guys in football, so it's still a good signing. I just don't know if the Chargers are much better than they were before. Fuck the Chargers. Fuck the Chargers. Fuck the Chargers. Dave, spicy chili, regular water. I mean, are we going to talk about everything the Chargers did on defense or just this for right now? I mean, just this for right now, but we can get into the later stuff too. Because, I mean, like this, this move is good. Obviously, it's good for them, but I think – the D line help they added in two spots is obviously bigger than this, but I mean, it's spicy. Cause this guy's Mr. INT, right? I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that was like a legit nickname for him. Yeah. I, I don't know. Said yeah. that, but I mean, it's, it always makes me wonder though, right? Like if Bill Belichick knows something we don't always, cause he never resigns these guys. And for the most part, their best years are in new England, not always, but for the most part. Right. So it makes you wonder, but on Especially paper, this seems, this seems spicy, right? Yeah, and, like, I don't know if that's because he can just make another star corner because he always does. Like, Revis, Gilmore, Jason Jackson, they got Jonathan Jones still. Like, will he just make another one? Or is he like, man, this guy fucking sucks, and they don't know it yet, but I do. Uh, Rich? Yeah, I think it leans towards spicy. I might say it's a it's a medium chili. Okay. Just because, like Carter said, their pasty wasn't the problem. Yeah, it was the runty. Um, so this one it makes sense for any team to sign him because he's Mr. INT, so it makes sense, but I don't think I think I agree with Carter and it doesn't make them any better or worse. Yeah. BJ. Uh I think definitely spicy chili. Uh kind of agree with what Carter said. Like they're secondary wasn't really an issue but whenever you add a guy like jc jackson and you're gonna pair him with derwin james and asante samuel like that's a that's an unreal secondary and that just gives you more opportunity to put your boys in man coverage and you can stack the box to help shore up your run d a little bit yeah yeah i mean i agree the only i mean it it literally just feels like another star in los angeles man like that they see the other team that they have to compete with in SoFi, and they're like, oh, you want to fucking bet? And then they just signed a bunch of guys. But that includes bringing in Khalil Mack, trading not to, with Chicago, brought in Khalil Mack, only had to give up a couple late-round picks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's go back to Carter. Thoughts on Khalil Mack? I know this is hard. We're starting right off with the uh, – Give rival here. Right. Everything, everything's all good and mile high. Um, yeah, that's true. So 
I actually like this one more for two reasons. One, because I think Khalil Mack is a good addition to that edge. I mean, Joey Bosa is a freak off the other side, and he had Khalil Mack. And then even if Khalil Mack isn't the same pass rusher he used to be, he's still forcing the run game. And, and I mean, it's the same with J.C. Jackson. It's not going to hurt anybody to add him. I like this for Justin Fields as well, because this shows that Chicago is opening up space to, you know, get a little extra cash to surround them with weapons. Cause I think Justin Fields will still be a stud. Hopefully. Should be now that Matt Nagy's dead. Um, Dave, Khalil Mack. Spicy I mean, chili. Yeah. It's obviously it's spicy. You look at the quarterbacks you're playing in that division now. Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Patrick Holmes, you need somebody to get in their face, right? And, I mean, he was injured last year, but for all intents and purposes, Khalil Mack has shown that he is capable of getting to the quarterback time after time. Even if they decide they're going to play something or shift something away from Bosa, right, then you have to run into Khalil Mack now. Now you have a problem, right? Um, Obviously, you didn't mention it, but I'll just mention it because maybe he didn't even make the list, but they also signed – Sebastian Joseph Day, right, from the Rams at tackle, right? So they've really shored up that defensive line, that front to make it really formidable now where it was really weak last year. And you hope that uh, their goofball coach there who thinks he's a defensive guy can figure it out and actually put the pieces together. But we'll see how that goes. I don't know if we ever actually talked about it on the pod, but I know we talked about it in our group chat. Um, yeah, Brandon Staley's dead because he he's dead to me. Because he's just he did a bad thing, okay? He could have just tied. Not the fucking point, whatever. Rich, Khalil Mack, and or Sebastian Joseph Day SJD from the Rams. Spicy chili, regular water. Spicy chili for sure. I just shoring up that D line. I'm happy. Very happy to have Khalil Mack out of the division. So you boys can have him. Um, I don't think you'll have a problem, but uh, yeah, spicy chili for sure. Beach. Yeah, definitely uh, spicy chili. Um, from the Chargers standpoint, I think it was, I know it was kind of, it was earlier than some of the other pass rush signings in our division, but uh, it was a necessary ad to keep up with this all of a sudden, like massive arms race that's going on in the AFC West to get a quarterback and get at least two guys that can absolutely disrupt him. So, yeah, big, big addition, I think. No doubt. We were talking about it today. Like, Denver has a great pass rush duo, and they might have the third best in the division. Like like you said, an arms race. Like, it is just like we need two top ten pass rushers. And, shit, you got to – plus also, like, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, they move. So, you need guys that can contain those and – yeah. Yeah, spicy chili for sure, especially considering what they had to give up for him. Like JC Jackson, uh, maybe it's just like the stingy Madden GM in me, but anytime you have to shell out $82 million, I'm always like, oh, this could go tits up real quick. But when you give up two late round picks, I mean, it's clearly a match. Um, <clears throat> good segue though, Braden. Congrats. Uh, speaking of pass rushers in the AFC West being signed, Chandler Jones today goes to Las Vegas three years for, I believe, $17 million a season. I don't know if the numbers have actually come out for sure yeah, yet. Yeah, I, I think ballpark 17. Something like that. So $17 million for three years to Vegas. 
Carter, kick it off. Spicy chili or regular water? Um, this is kind of a complicated one. It's a, it's Chandler Jones, so it's a good signing. I mean, he's still a hell of a pass rusher, good football player. I just don't know if it was the right move for the Raiders where they are right now. I mean, they, they have half a dozen studs on their team. Look at Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, uh, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, you could make an argument for. And then past that, there's dog shit. So it's Moza Breen. Hunter Renfro, stud. Can't forget, can't forget about Hunter Renfro. Top five route runner in the league. He's, yeah, he's good. But, okay, so there we, there we get to our six guys. And six good guys to have. Every, every team in a league would be happy to have them. But past that, they have nothing. And, like, I could see them very easily having a top 10 pick in the draft next year. Yeah. Would that be fair? Or is I that the so. bias to me? If, if I'm being too AFC West biased, call me on it. But I'm trying to be impartial here. No, I think that's I think it's honestly about right. Um, but we interrupt this program to give you breaking news. Chris Ooh. Godwin has struck a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was going to play on the tag this year. Three years, $60 million to stay with Tampa Bay. Um, Dave, I think it was you in the chat. Yesterday or two days ago, uh, as soon as the Brady news came out that he was back, the Bucks just said, yeah, fuck it. We'll actually reload again and, and try and go for broke here. So uh looks like they made another move, and I'm sure Brady had something to do with that. But um, on the surface, I think it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, yeah, I'll just jump in quick. I pulled up. It's, uh, yeah, three years, 60 mil, and 40 is guaranteed. So he's making he's making a good chunk of money which is good for him with his injury history. Like if he's going to get hurt once yeah. a year, it's good for him at least to get that guaranteed money. Absolutely. Well, hey, good job. Hey, Chris Godwin, did we, did we just break new? Well, no, we didn't. We might've broken. <laughs> if we were year. live, if we were live, <laughs> yeah. that would be great. But this if is you, coming out tomorrow you morning. This yeah. And you didn't know yet. We just broke news for yeah. you. How about that? Per sources. Who are your sources? Well, Adam Schefter is my source. So, Reliable. <laughs> Reliable. Uh, Dave Chandler Jones, three years, 17 a season. Thoughts? Regular water or or is that chili too spicy? I mean, obviously it's spicy because it's Chandler Jones, right? I think <clears throat> what Carter said, I think I almost really agree with is I don't think this was really the time for them to do this move. I think they would have been better off maybe, I don't know, production-wise you'd have to see, but almost keeping Yannick Ngakwe and that cheaper contract to try to get more players, right? So, I mean, Chandler Jones is great, but he's definitely on the wrong side of 30, and you're going to give him a bag to play for what? Probably two more productive seasons if he has that left in him. He's already started to regress just a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, whenever I do free agency now and I watch it, I guess I've taken on the personality of the Bengals, whereas if I think a deal is rich, I'm just like, that deal sucks. And like, I think this Chandler Jones deal is pretty rich. I think later the Von Miller one's a bit rich for Von Miller at this age. You know what I mean? Like these are too rich. And I think they would have been just as good off having Yannick Ngakwe still. Yeah. Rich. I'm going to go regular water. I think just because of first, the, is that the first official it's everyone says, well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just regular water, but we know something about it stinks rich. Yeah. 
This came from a, a nasty tap. Just a uh, stinky tap. I I just think, yeah, it's, it's the wrong time for them. Obviously, you need pass rushers with the quarterbacks you have in this division and the guys you got to compete with. But look at the guys you got to compete with and you... We interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. Dave currently might be shitting his guts out. We don't know. Our, our Did you do this? We got boots on the ground there. We will get the full story once we know. We will get it out to you. This is breaking news. Rich, I'm sorry. Continue. Um, yeah, I just think with, with his age, it just doesn't make sense. Um, it, it's it's a weird one to me, and that's why it's it's regular water. You should be using this time to build up younger guys because I'm sorry, you're not winning this division right now, and you're going to struggle, struggle to make the playoffs. Beach. Uh, I'm going to go spicy and uh, <laughs> um, I, f- I think my opinion kind of is a little bit not directly opposite of the rest of you guys, but the way I see it is like 17 a mil- 17 a year for a guy of his caliber isn't that bad. And when you have a defense like theirs, that's basically nobody good except Max Crosby and maybe Jonathan Abram on a good day. Um, when you're, when you're that weak, especially in your back end, I think it's important to have a, to add a pass rusher like that, because if you're not going to stop them through the pass, you can at least try and make the quarterback uncomfortable. So like, I do kind of agree with what you guys are saying, or maybe they could have went elsewhere, but I do think adding a pass rusher wasn't a terrible idea. And I think Chandler Jones is a great guy to do that for you. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Uh, I'm actually going to hop on with Rich here and say regular water. I love Chandler Jones. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Freak alien. Um, Vegas, I believe, Ngakwe and Crosby either were first or second in pressures last year. So, so I just – I it almost seems like Mayock and he who shall not be named were making this decision. They saw Chandler Jones name and they said, we need to get him here again. Yeah. 17 mil for Chandler Jones. Probably it isn't a lot of money. Um, Max Crosby also did just get the bag. So they have at least they have their bookends for the next three years, at least. Um, but yeah, I just, Ngakwe was fine. he, he was Chandler Jones light. I'm not saying he was the same caliber or anything, but they played the same speed rusher. I don't know. Um, yeah, but Jamie I mean, Chandler Jones is also capable of putting up 25 sacks and shutting me the fuck up. So uh, moving on, Marcus Williams goes to Baltimore. Five years, $70 million. Carter Altwasser, thoughts? Regular water or... You had to do the spicy chili. There's a very real chance that's my second favorite move of the offseason. I love Marcus Williams. I think the guy gets such a bad rap because of one bad play in Minnesota. And hey, hey, tough play. I mean, you got to tackle Stefan Diggs. The guy made a bonehead error. Outside of that one play, he's a terrific safety. And you have Chuck Clark there. You might bring in Honey Badger. Like your secondary is pretty well rounded, and you have him. Who else do we have? Marlon Humphrey. Oh um, right, right. Yeah. Wait, someone's and and, and you got and you got and you got Patty Queen. So well, I'm that's I'm not the secondary you, though. You you got your Ray Lewis and Ed Reed there for the next five years. 
Say his name. I won't say his name because he's a say it. I love Lamar. That was a business decision, but that's okay. Continue. No, I was done. You just kept talking. Marcus Williams. Someone's gonna say someone else. Dave, thoughts. Marcus Williams. I feel like we have to switch this order up because whatever Carter says, I'm just really riding on the same thing. Because like, Marcus Williams is basically the, the he's ba- like he's a lot like Jesse Bates in the way that they both came into the league really young at safety. They're both like 20, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come in, they hit the ground running, they play really good football, and now they're on their second contract and they're 25 years old. They have so much tire tread left still. They're mm-hmm. so good, so reliable, so young. And then just like this is a great signing for for Baltimore, right? Like you needed a guy, you got a guy, a young guy, a guy who can play for easily can play his best football in the five years that you signed him. A guy who's going to be a big help in your secondary. He's a true center fielder, a lot like Jesse Bates, right? I mean, it's a great signing. It's very spicy. Very spicy. Rich? Super spicy. This just feels right. This this fit, I, I'm a big fan. I think it really shores up that, that secondary, and it's what you need it. And he's young. He's so young. He, you get him for a while here if you can – Get another deal after this one? Oh, you're laughing. 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 BJ. Yeah, obviously super spicy. Carter kind of took my whole answer out of my mouth. Like, he's a great fit. Good good analysis today. You're killing (laughs) it. Like, you're saying we're all thinking. Like, aside from the play on the field, like, he's obviously going to look to open your unis. And, uh, Again, like Carter said with the Stefan Diggs play, like that's one play. Outside of that, he's a fantastic tackler. And uh, as as we did see, like I know Marlo is usually pretty good and whatnot, but you guys need somebody in the back end that can tackle Jamar Chase once in a while. So I think that's a great, great signing. I, I was really happy when I saw he signed there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year we had Sean Elliott and Chuck Clark. We had him for a couple of years and – I like both those guys. Uh, flat out, Marcus Williams is just better. Um, and we needed kind of that free-roaming coverage safety that we can just drop back there and not have to worry as much. Um, and hopefully, ideally, you know, knock on wood, our secondary doesn't have to rely on Robert Jackson at CB1. Um, so hopefully we get uh, some guys back. But, yeah, spicy, spicy, chili. Uh, going to Denver now, the exact same contract, just for a different player. Randy Gregory says, I'm signing with Dallas. Five years, 70 million. He says, wait a second, forgot Dallas, that's for you. I'm going to mile high to play with Russ and the boys. Five years, $70 million, Randy Gregory. And as per Dave's request, Dave, start us off. Um, It's... It's spicy, but not as spicy as some of the other ones. I think Randy Gregory, he's a good player to have. He's a guy who can help your team on that pass rush, but he's still a little bit undisciplined. You saw in that playoff game, if you watched it, Randy Gregory was offside like four times in that game. He's still a guy that has like, he's turned his life around from what I hear and good on him, but he still has a lot of discipline problems. He's kind of a, he's kind of a character, not really a character guy from what I hear, right? 
So, I mean, like, and he's been getting better, right? But, I mean, having seven sacks as your best season isn't amazing to sign as, like, a number one guy. But, like, obviously every little bit helps, especially when you need a guy in that spot. It's interesting that, I guess, Dallas's, like, language in his contract was about, like, right, if you have discipline problems or whatever, they can take away your money, some of it or whatever, I guess, is essentially what the, the contract thing was. But it's in every Dallas player's contract, and they've never – actually taking anybody's money so it's interesting i think it's more of a respect thing because he does have a past right but yeah i mean it, it's a good deal but it's not amazing like it's not the spiciest chili we've heard tonight and it's not the stinkiest water that we've had right yeah nice nice it's chili but they forgot the season almost where it's like this is it's got you know some black pepper in there it's a little little bit of a kick but it's not not spicy um rich randy gregory I think I think I agree with Dave. It's it's spicy, but it's not the spiciest. Um, it's a good move. It makes sense, but I mean, it was it was fun to watch with the whole thing of agreeing with Dallas and then backing out. That's always fun to see that stuff happen. But yeah, I just feel like there was other moves that were more interesting, but this one makes sense for sure. Uh, I'm gonna take this and then I'm gonna let the actual Denver boys have at it, but. Um, I'm actually going to Carter. I believe we were talking before. I'm going to say this is regular water. Um, like Dave said, I, th- I think six sacks this is his career high um, for a star pass rusher. And again, I mean, you're paying him what seventy million five, that fourteen million a season. That's not. It's not breaking the bank or anything. And clearly, this isn't the only moves Denver has made this off season. So. It's not like this is their big signing. Um, but yeah, I just, I think in the six years he's played, he's played 50 games. He has 81 total tackles and 16 sacks. I just think shelling out this kind of money for a guy who's about to turn 30, especially for five years. But then also the conspiracy side was ticking. And I was talking to Carter about this. Like he said, like you alluded to Dave, some character issues, right? So, some stuff going on there. He likes to, you know, partake, nothing wrong with that where we are. That's perfectly fine. You know where else it's perfectly fine? Denver, Colorado. It is accepted and encouraged there. Um, I think the NFL, Rich, I'm going to have to defer to you. The NFL said they are no longer suspending players for that. They're no longer testing. Testing, right. So he could, you know, he could decide to start working for NASA as much as he wants and he won't get suspended. Could leave some off-field stuff. Obviously, that anyone could do that. It's just speculation. But it's not the it's not the worst tap in the world. It's just not a tap that I would go to twice. Just I'm lean in regular water. That's all. It's like it's like that that water fountain. You know what I mean? The one that's just a little bit rusty. You can yeah. taste like the iron in it just a bit. Just when you're thirsty, like, it'll do. But it's not the most ideal tap to drink from. Exactly, hundred um, percent. BJ. What do you got to say? Uh, I like the signing. Um, yeah, it's kind of, for me anyhow, it was kind of, it's chilly. It's not super spicy. It's not regular water by any means. Um, my whole thing with it is I was, I was obviously, you know, Denver fan. I was in hard on us bringing Vaughn back. So that aspect of it makes it a little bit tough for me to bring in Gregory, but I understand it. Also, I know we were in on Chandler Jones, I think, for a little bit. That would have been nice. I know Randy Gregory's younger than those two, but 
I mean, I'm coming to grips with it. I like the signing. I'm excited to have him. I think he's going to pair well with, uh, with Chubb and Jonathan Cooper. And um, I know, uh, I don't know if Carter's seen a lot of this, but a, a lot of Broncos Twitter, there's fans are really divided on the signing. And I, I don't really get the whole, the people against it saying like, well, why are you giving money to a guy with all these character issues? It, I'm pretty sure all his suspensions were related to pot and they're not testing for it anymore. So like, I don't really see that as any bit of an issue. Um, I'm kind of hoping he's just a late bloomer and he's hitting his stride, but uh, I'm definitely, I'm getting more excited by the day that we signed him. There you go. Carter. So I've kind of gone around and around on this one. Um, kind of where I landed is that in the last like four years, the identity of the Denver defense has changed so much. Like it used to be all on linebackers and pass rushers, but kind of in transition of us getting Mahomes and Herbert in the division, we've kind of switched it in the fact that let's load up on our secondary and we're about pass rush after. And I mean, Vaughn kind of declined a bit, wasn't getting his home. When Fangio came in, his defense wasn't so much rush, rush, rush. It was more, um, you know, for the CFL guy, Steve McAdoo defense, you know, let a guy make a catch, rally up and tackle. And it was really effective. So. Richie Hall. Right. Sorry. I got that wrong. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And McAdoo. No, he's an OC. No. I fucked that up entirely. Um, I was just making connections for myself. So I don't like, I'm a big believer in is if you have cap space, use it even if it's on one year deal. So I'm glad that we use the money. I don't know if it'll be a huge signing or not, but even if he can get home eight times a season, I'm happy because our secondary is loaded across the board and we'll still get picks out of it. I'll be happier if he's a good run stuffer off the edge and can set the edge and contain the quarterback. It's kind of, so I don't know. I'm are we, right. are we watching you go around on it again live? I'm, I'm not going to rant. Let's move on. I'm right in the middle. It's not a bad signing, but it's definitely not the best pass rusher signing. Well, I I, think I, there's, oh. there's a lot to be said for like, maybe the move isn't the most perfect or maybe the money isn't the most perfect, but I think the thing with free agency for sure, because a lot of the teams you're not going to get a superstar for the most part, right? That's where you have to draft them yourself yeah. because teams usually keep their superstars. But if you're upgrading at these positions and you're not breaking the bank tremendously there's always upgrades right that's at least something good and that's the one thing i can say about gregory is at least you're upgrading it's not the biggest deal it's not the you don't save the most money it's not whatever but you're upgrading right and that's what you have to ask for yep yeah. pj what were you gonna say uh, i was just gonna add to like part of this deal that uh that makes it a little bit easier to get on board with is the signing that we made of uh, that San Francisco D tackle Jones. I think, I think bringing him in, he's going to be a bit of an impact player, especially like Carter said in the run game. So I think that really, uh, I guess alleviates the, the need that he might not be a Chandler Jones or whatever. Like we still like our D line is still going to be unreal. We're still going to have a good pass rush. We're still going to, and like Carter said, we have a great secondary. Like it's nothing to worry about. Like we're still going to have an unreal defense. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the thing is too, is like, like you said with the secondary, I mean, Randy Gregory was supposed to be a first round pick coming out of college. Like he was a specimen and then stuff that wasn't legal at the time cost him, made him slide. He's only ever been in Dallas. I mean, for all we know, he could go to Denver and that's, a scheme that 
works for him and, you know, cleans up on coverage sacks and coverage plays. Um, moving on. Um, Braden alluded to it earlier. This one is probably, I think, the most recent outside of us breaking Chris Godwin. Vaughn Miller. This one, this one might split the group. I don't know. Goes to Buffalo. It was, oh, he's either going Denver or he's going back to the Rams. Those are the only two spots. That's the only two teams that you really heard was Denver or LA. And he says, you're right. I will go to Buffalo for six years, $120 million. A lot of money. So I completely lied with JC Jackson because this is the most money that has been spent so far. Um, Rich, thoughts on Vaughn to Buffalo, regular water or spicy chili? I, I, it's tough um, for me just because of the money. I think it's too much. I, Vaughn had a good postseason, a really good postseason. He had an average season. Um, up there in age, I don't know. I think it's too much money. I think it makes me lean regular water. He'll be fun to watch there. He'll look good in their uniforms, and I'm excited to see it, but I think it's regular water. Fair enough. Dave? I think this is really stinky water. Like, it's not just regular. It's really stinky. It's like Nickel Lake water for people. Oh, who no. <laughs> Um, it's man-made stinky water like there's no shot in any way that Von Miller is an 18 plus player like game player anymore he's not his best stuff is to use him sparingly when you need him like in a playoff run so to sign him for that much money through through his season he'll be 39 when his contract's up if he plays it all that's ridiculous Buffalo Needed a guy to help them get over the hump. Absolutely. I think Vaughn was the right guy. He, the right place to go is Buffalo for like the stuff that Buffalo needs to get over the hump, but not for that ridiculous amount of money for a 33 year old guy. Like that's, you, you can't do it. I would never do it. That's when I saw that I was kind of disgusted by it more than most, to be honest, but he's a good, he's a good player, but he's a, he's a player you need. You need sparingly, right? Not, he's not a every down player. And to give him that much money is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I'm again. We have two guys who are who are quite the uh, Vaughn Miller fans, so I'll I'll leave them. But um, or I'll leave them for last. I should say. Yeah, I this is regular water for me too. This it's not the money. I'm okay paying him twenty million dollars a year. It's the six years. Six years. Obviously, I I I would be a astonished if he lasts six years there i would be blown away um it's just weird to me six years 120 million i would pay 20 million dollars for a guy of vaughn's caliber for a playoff push look what happened in la he was awesome he was sensational we know he shows up in the biggest moments super bowl mvp under his belt um it's also just weird six years to buffalo when they have they drafted aj epinesa i think in the second round two years ago they have Gregory Rousseau, um, and they had the number one overall defense last year. So it's just weird to see this much money shelled out to a 33-year-old who is just because of the nature of the human body on the decline. Um, that it's it's wild to me. I think it's I think it is. Yeah, that's a tap that 
Like I gotta go get it. I gotta go get a shot after I drink out of that tap because I am, I'm feeling it. My lips are itching. It's not. It's not good right now. Um, Carter, thoughts? Are we being too harsh? No. Uh, the money is fine. Like, if you're Buffalo, you're in a Super Bowl window. The money is fine, but you don't pay a 32 year old six year contract. Like, I was kind of going through it earlier and the way Vaughn's going with his sack numbers going down and he's already kind of jumping from team to team. I would have thought that a three-year deal would have been the max with him probably retiring after two. I mean, he's probably a first ballot hall of famer. He has his two rings. He has a super bowl MVP. He's been a part of one of the better defenses in NFL history. Like he's not going to break sack records or anything like that. He already has the Denver one. Like, there's not much left for him to do really. And Buffalo won't be in a Super Bowl window in six years. Yeah. They'll have Josh Allen. They'll have a couple of good pieces, but they're in their prime right now. So sign him to two years, pay him whatever money I've left. I don't care about the money, but six years is ridiculous. And, but I am happy for Vaughn that he's still kicking around. I just think on Buffalo, I don't care about the money, but the contract's too long. Oh dude, I'm st- for all these guys if you any of the ones that are regular water or spicy chili hey vaughn you just got another 120 mil or whatever was guaranteed good job hey props um bj round us out here vaughn miller your guy uh so yeah like uh, you guys kind of hit the nail on the head like six years for a guy of his age is is a bit excessive i was a little shocked by that as well um money wise no issue with it. Go get your money. Like he did show how valuable he is in the playoffs. So I think he deserves some, some good money, but, uh, um, the part about it that, uh, I think was weird is their biggest issues are running back and corner, I think. And it's kind of weird that they didn't go get those first before shelling out all that money. But, uh, no, I think he's going to be a good locker room guy for the guys that you mentioned, like Epinensa, Rousseau, even Ed Oliver, maybe. Like, yeah. I think I think his uh, his impact's going to be a little underrated and not so much on the stat sheet. But yeah, like contract length wise, like you guys said, that's that's a bit much. But same as Carter, I'm happy for the guy. I love Vaughn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's your guy. You know, best defensive player in probably your team's history. Like. Good job, Vaughn. No, not um, probably. He he is, and there's not really much the, of a debate. The only one was Chad Bailey, I guess. I was gonna say the only person that was holding me back was Champ Bailey. You hate Champ Bailey. No, I I can't remember if Champ was a ring or not. You heard it first. Here Brain first. Do you know? I know I went. Did Champ get a ring? No. Anyway, go on, go on. I'll, I'll look no, at that. No, no, he didn't. We're not he moving didn't. on until we figure this out. No, because he only he didn't win one with uh, with Washington. He wasn't here for the 97-98, obviously, and he was gone by the time we won in fifteen. Yeah, he was. He was in the ninety nine draft, so we won ninety nine. Champ. He was. He was just an all around stud, but no. Rings. So he has to. So he has to change his first name because it's a lie. Um, speaking of cornerbacks. A little under the radar one here. Charvarius Ward goes to San Fran, three years, $42 million. Carter, let's go. Regular water, spicy chili. It's fine. $8 million a year for a good number two corner. I mean, 
you need two corners to compete in the league. The really good teams have three. I don't think paying $8 million to a team that already has pretty good defense is too much. $42 million, not $24. Oh, fuck me. He's making uh, 14, $14 a year. Okay, yeah, it's probably too much money. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he's fine. He's not a bad player. He's yeah. not a game record. Yeah, I... I mean, this is interesting to me, though. Uh, I, you know, um, Chiefs lost Trivarius Ward, and they're probably going to lose Tyran Matthew, I'm assuming. So, like, yeah, second. I, I heard they didn't even offer him a contract. The disrespect. Um, Dave, thoughts? About, C. Ward. Oh, I mean, I think the contract's maybe a bit much money because what is he making? 14 and JC Jackson's making like 16. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, when you put it that way, it's pretty atrocious, but the 49ers were weak at corner. So you needed a corner. So, I mean, like, if it's a need, at least that's better than just paying arbitrarily paying a guy like Von Miller a bunch, right? Just because yeah. he's experienced, right? So that's a position of need. I mean, it's a bit much, but I mean, you needed the position. He's lucky he doesn't have to face Jamar Chase again. So good. Yeah. Rich. Yeah, I think it's a good one. I think it fills a a need for them. I think it's a. I don't know. I'm really neutral on this one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm just honestly, so neutral it the, on it. When I was looking up guys to include on this, it was just because the like forty two million dollars it jumps. Yeah. So you're like, oh shit. Okay. I think I go Charvarius Ward. Like I feel like it's a smart move, but it's not a spicy move because it's it's so mediocre to me. They they forgot the spice and the ground beef for the yeah. chili. It's just a bowl of beans. <laughs> yeah, good for good for you, but not exciting. No. There we go, BJ. Uh yeah, I'm I'm pretty neutral on this one as well. Um, honestly, for me, like yeah good for Sam Fran getting another corner, but I think the biggest takeaway out of this deal is this is an absolute bonehead move by the Chiefs because their defense, like, I know they somehow turn into an elite defense in the back half of the season every year, but, like, when your defense is that suspect and you're not going to offer Tyron Matthew a contract and then you're just going to let, debatably, your best corner walk, like, that's... It's a good thing they got to fire, like, a, a hot, hot offense because they might... I, they're probably going to need to win a lot of shootouts this year. Yeah, so I actually have... Are, what? I was like, are we actually going to say that? I said, it may, maybe I'm the only one under this opinion, but, like, I wouldn't have offered Tyron Matthew a new contract. Not when you can get... They got Justin Reed from the Texans. Justin Reed's younger and, at this point, probably almost as good as Tyron Matthew. Maybe not seeing the field and communicating it as well, which is what I understand Matthew's biggest, like... Up big his biggest updraw wasn't that defense, but you upgraded that age and talent with Justin Reed going there. So I mean, I'm, I don't see the problem in just letting Tyron Matthew go. I think it's not offering him a deal, like lowball, not lowball him egregiously, but then it's just then it's disrespect, right? If you're not going to bring him back and commit to it, just don't, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think like I mean that I'm excited to see where Honey Badger lands, but. If I was the Chiefs, I would have at least offered him a deal slash tried to resign him. I mean, if he is your best communicator, I think all their corners are under 25. And Tyron Matthews seen every defense. Like, but yeah, Tribarius Ward, hey, fills a need. Not much, not much uh, other than that. Um, 
Devondre Campbell gets $50 million, goes back to Green Bay, five-year contract, breakout season last year. BJ, going back to you, thoughts? Uh, Money-wise, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a decent, decent contract for the Packers. Like I know they're in a bit of cap trouble, but uh, I know uh, Green Bay fans like they really like him. I think he was a free agent signing last year, and like you said, like he had a breakout season. Like he was a really big piece of that defense, especially when you consider a couple of years ago how San Francisco absolutely ran all over them in the playoffs. Like I think he's a big piece of their defense, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a another one that I'm pretty neutral on. I think it's just a good move for Green Bay. Rich, neutral about anything Green Bay does. Like, Rich, Rich loves this move. He actually's he can't. Well, no, you will be able to see him. He's wearing his Devondre Campbell jersey. Um, it looks homemade too, which is the weird part. Like you put a lot of care and effort into his jersey. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, I, it's, yeah, good for them. Cool. Hey, I mean, I you probably it. should have other priorities like Devonte Adams, not going to play on the cat on the tag, but, um, you do, you, um, spend all your money on yeah. a, a fucking weird ass quarterback who shows his feet on camera, but okay. Hey, let them know. Let them know. Uh, our resident linebacker analyst, Dave Devondre Campbell, five for 50 thoughts. Uh, good length, good contract, good guy. I mean, he's there. He's solid. He almost he played near a Pro Bowl level this year. Found place he liked to play. A system he fits in well. He probably has the green dot on his helmet. I assume he's the play caller. I, I mean, think he does. Yeah, yeah. All around, just a good move. Good solid move helps your defense keep rolling, right? Yeah. Carter, um, I think if you're in Green Bay situation, you should spend every penny you have while Aaron Rodgers is still playing football. Because as soon as he leaves, that's going to be a bad football team. And that's all I have to really say. Hey, so, there we go. Signing. I, man, I, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so next, I was thinking of all the individual guys, and then I decided just to put Jacksonville. Um, so Jacksonville Jaguars, we're in, this is day two of free agency? Day three. One of the two. The Jags have signed so far Brandon Scherf. Okay. Ooh, I think it's Foyasadi Olakun. If you're listening, Foyasadi, you probably won't respond to that if I said it wrong, but you. Um, Folorunso Fatakasi, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, and today, Darius Williams. I think they spent like $240 million so far, something like that. Um, okay, let's talk about it. Dave, thoughts on the Jags so far? What are they doing? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind some of those defensive moves, like the one on the D-line and Darius like Williams, fine. Those are fine enough signings. I think they overpaid for Scherf, but I mean, you know he's solid. Mm-hmm. But like, what are you doing signing all the number three receivers you can find for good money, for big money? You think you guys are going to be awesome giving T. Lawrence, like, I mean, let's not like talk about like, oh, Madden rankings are the best, but like these are like 77 overall guys, all of them, right? Like these are all number three receivers. And you're like, yeah, here you go. You're good now. There's no reason you can't step up to the plate. Are you sure? 
Like, what did any of those <laughs> other guys do? Like, are you kidding me? What a goofy decision. Is Trent Bulky like, is he just trying to make a point that he's smarter than other people? Like, this is ridiculous, dude. Um, it's the definition of like when you do a fantasy draft on Madden and you ignore a position and then you just get like, okay, fuck, who's available? Like, that's what they did with receiver. Um, Carter, thoughts on the Jags? Um, I like Darius Williams. But but what about the Christian Kirk for so $80 I, million? I, dollars? I like Christian Kirk, too. I think he's one of the better receiver twos in the league. That's a lot of money for a team that, I don't know, maybe I'm a little high on them, but DJ Chark and Marvin Jones are fairly good receivers, I think. So I don't know why you had to break the bank on another number two. DJ Chark's a lion now. Yeah, that's what is blows my mind. Is they, okay. they brought in Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and let DJ Chark walk to Detroit. Okay, so you just replaced DJ Chark with two guys who – aren't as good and more expensive. Okay. See, um, and, and that's the thing is DJ Chark, I think it's one year, 10 mil in Detroit. Christian Kirk's four for 78. So what is that? 18 million? Like Something like that? I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on the players because I, I like all oh. these guys. I just, the Jags are going to hey, be bad again. Good for Christian Kirk. He secured yeah. 80. This might be the single greatest heist we've ever seen. And I like Christian Kirk, too. When you no, talk about Christian Kirk, right is he now. worth more than J.C. Jackson? Like, let's just put this this way. Is he worth more than J.C. Jackson? No, is he worth Obviously. more than... Is he worth more than Marcus Williams? Like, 25-year-old deep ball safety? No. Is he worth more than Randy Gregory? Is he worth... You can list almost everybody in free agency. Is he worth more than these guys? Absolutely not. What is going on, Trent Bulky? You just broke the market. So, guys who, like elite receivers like Devontae Adams now can ask for even more money, right? Like, and hey, if players are going to get the bag, cool. But like, yeah. this one is ridiculous. This one is like, your cousin asked you to, to, to come to your lemonade stand and the lemonade's $2, so you give him 50 bucks, right? This is what this is. But like, if they're going to, so I'm Christian Kirk, I'm like, holy shit, really? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. You'd be an idiot not to take that contract. Yeah, absolutely. Like, good for him, but like, wild. Jags fans are going to go from dressing up like clowns to the last scene of 2019 Joker where like they're going to have one guy that they vote who's standing on the cop car and it's madness around what is it T-I-A-A something field I don't fucking know it's got got hot tubs in it (laughs) and they're just going to they won't leave until Trent Bulky goes to midfield and they perform you know, a sacrificial lamb routine. This this got me thinking about the last time a team overpaid um, a player just for the sake of overpaying them, and it was Nick Foles when he went to quarterback for the Jags. So I was going to say Tim Tebow by the Jags last year for giving him any money. No, because when Nick Foles went to the Jags, like the coach just came out and said we paid him to be the highest. We paid him the most, so he had respect in the locker room. So you didn't have to pay him that much. Like I just, the Jags I imagine that, I imagine Christian Kirk went into negotiations and said, "I want four years, seven point eight million dollars a year," and they said, "Fuck, all right, four years, seventy eight million dollars." I guess it's like, no, you forgot the decimal, Trent. Rich thoughts on the Jags. 
same old Jags. I mean, yes. it's what it is. Why did we think it would be any different? If it, if it is broke and the people who keep it broke aren't gone, it's not going to get fixed. It's still fucking broke. It's still broken. BJ, thoughts on the Jags? Uh, yeah, mine's short and sweet here. Uh, I don't hate any of the players that they brought in. Like, I think they're all players that can make somewhat of an impact. They just blatantly overpaid for damn near everybody. Like, they're they're throwing money around like they got the Rams fucking salary cap guy, and I, uh, it's gonna bite them in the ass hard in a couple of years. Well, and I think so. Heading into this year, they had the most cap to spend. And I like all those players, but I feel like they could have got all of those players for half of what they spent. Uh, maybe those guys drove up the price. I don't fucking know how negotiations work, but good God, Jacksonville, let's let's be competent. Um, another, we had a couple quick ones, and then I'm saving the couple big ones for the last bit here. Just quickly, we got Hassan Reddick going to Philly. Had a good year last year. Three years, $45 million, 15 a year. Rich, start us off. I'll take this one. I, I'm I'm a fan of Hassan Reddick. I think he's a really good player. I think he fits in, in Philly well there. Um yeah, I just like it. I good move. Spicy. 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 Love it. Beach. Oh uh, yeah, I think good good signing for them. I think it's gonna help out their defense, especially losing a guy like Alex Singleton because he was huge. Um, but no, pairing him with a guy like Darius Slay, like, like it's definitely going to help improve their defense, but I don't think Hassan Reddick's a guy that's going to change your football team and make them any better than they were last year. So on the scale, where are you, are you saying, are you leaning that, Ooh, I don't want to take another drink or are you saying like, Oh, it's, it's not stinky water by any means. I think it, it's just, for me, it's just some regular water. There you go. Hey, Dave. I mean, this is what the Eagles are about. They've always put an emphasis on the trenches, right? Especially that pass rush. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, you know what I mean? Everybody they've ever, all their legends in the last 10 years basically are on that D-line. So you need more guys there. This is a move you'd expect from them. And like Reddick's come on in the last couple of years. So, I mean, like this is not amazing, but a good move, right? Yeah. Um, Carter. Nothing bad. I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles. I like them. I like how they're built. They're not that good. The signing's fine. I think I think Hassan Reddick is unbelievable at rock, paper, scissors, so he'll fit in with the culture there perfect. Um, yeah, you know. Does he have that dog mentality? He's got that dog mentality. Believe you me. Uh, Dave, you alluded to it earlier. Justin Reed goes to Kansas City. Three years, 31 and a half. Millie, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, I think this is a great move. And for the reasons that Dave said, like you are getting younger, you are getting cheaper. Um, yeah. And Justin Reed is just so fast. Like I, that's one thing that when you watch him, that guy is just fast. Um, Carter thoughts. It's a good move for the chiefs. I think Justin Reed is one of the better guy players on the Texans defense, which was actually, I mean, the Texans were bad last year. Their defense was okay. Um, that's all I got. There we go. Rich? You guys said it's a good move. Perfect. Uh, I'm actually, I'm on the flip side of, I think, you guys. Um, I don't think it's a bad move by any means, but uh, if you're straight up, if you're going to compare him to 
Tyron Matthew. Like I know Matthew's older and I know he's going to be more expensive, but like the, not only like his play on the field, then like the mm-hmm. fact that he can line up anywhere in your secondary and you can put him in the box aside from all that, just the emotional leadership that he brought to that team and the energy. I think that's going to, I think that's going to show in their defense this year. So as far as if you're looking at it, just as the Justin Reed signing, he's a good safety. I think it's a good move, but I think if you're bringing him in to replace honey badger, there's going to be a bit of a gap there. Yeah. Hey, totally valid. Dave, we go to you. But what? I just talked about him already. You like, well, kind of, I just mean, actually, well, yeah, before when we talked about Justin Reed, we were talking about Honey Badger, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, good good deal. Like, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a little gap in the leadership stuff, but I assume defensive guys know how to play, and they understand that. I, I assume Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed are as much leadership as you can get, right? But we'll see, we'll see if uh, Justin Reed leaves anything to be desired, but, I mean, good signing, right? Yeah, fair enough. Um the last one I have before we kind of get into the big deals are the ones that were, you know, pretty uh, surprising. The Darius Smith coming home four years, $35 million to Baltimore. I'm going to start off with this one. I think this is the fucking steal. The Darius Smith is an absolute stud um, drafted by Baltimore late round. We're only paying him. We're paying him under $9 million for a guy of his caliber. I think that's a great deal. We needed edge rush help. Um, I just think this is a great contract. I think it's a great signing. Could be biased, and I don't give one singular fuck because big trust forever. Um, Dave, I'm going to bounce right back to you. Thoughts? It's a good signing, as long as he stays healthy, which is the only concern about this, because he just did wreck his back, and he had his breakout seasons just in the last couple. His first stint in Baltimore wasn't incredibly inspiring. So, I mean, like, there's always a worry of going back, but you have a new defensive coordinator. He's gotten better in Green Bay. Hopefully, hopefully this injury doesn't take him back. As long as he stays healthy, this is a really good signing because this defense needs an edge rush, right? So, mm-hmm. just put him with all way and get, get cooking, right? Carter. Or like a Raven. Hey. I mean, the, Ra- the Ravens oh, always have a good defense. Whenever defensive guys go there, they're just happy to be there. Um, now go get Julio and give um, Lamar something to throw at. So, What's the point in having soldiers if you don't use them? Uh, exactly. Let's get a soldier here. Uh, uh, Rich, thoughts? Big Z? Love it. Spicy. Spicy. Rich, I know, why, I know why you love it. Oh, yeah, because I don't have to play him anymore. So Boom. I don't have to play him twice a year. So you get and you, to and have him. you did for... just play the Ravens last year. So you won't exactly. Have to worry about so it. we don't have to worry about that for a bit. Um, I'm happy. You're happy. I'm happy. Hey, right there, partner. There we go. BJ. Yeah, good, good signing. He's a good player. You never have too many pass rushers. So hopefully, I mean, I. I assume you would want him to kind of replace some of that, uh, some of those sack numbers that you lost with losing Judon. Um, I don't well, know how. When the Ravens had Zadarius Smith and Matt Judon. Yeah. Um, how old is Zadarius Smith? 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. That's, I thought he was older than that. So yeah, that's a really good deal. And he's familiar with the, with the building and I'm sure you guys are happy to have him back. I think he should make a pretty good impact. Thanks guys. What other Ravens do you guys like? 
<laughs> not doing this. Big Marcus Peters guy. Oh, I, I will say the one thing, the one signing that could be really good, but potentially could be really bad because he's really inconsistent is uh, Miles or was it Morgan Moses, the right tackle you signed. That's a guy who the Bengals had a lot of interest in, but I was really skeptical seeing people talk about him because he has a lot of inconsistent play. But if he's if he can hold up, it's better than not having a right tackle, right? You're talking to a guy who doesn't have a right tackle as we speak on our team. So see, and I agree, like he's you know, he's been inconsistent in the past. Considering that we basically played all 16 games last year with no right tackle. Yep. I'm looking forward to having a fifth lineman out there. Yeah, um, like I said, I'd, I'd be happy with Morgan Moses than I would be with Isaiah Prince, and that's what we have right now, too. So, I mean, I get yeah. it. I won't even say his fucking name. Um, but, yeah, that is – those are kind of the, the big names of the, you know, now we're going to get into the sauce here just because of the nature of the position they play or their stardom. We're going to start – we talked a bit about it last week – regular water or spicy chili Carson Wentz to the Washington commanders for two thirds. Um, Dave thoughts. I mean, it's a huge upgrade. It's super spicy. I mean, Carson has some like really awful defining plays that like, dude, that's, that's terrible. But for the most part, he's pretty good. Like he gets a bad rap more than he should because his plays are so atrocious, but like he's a huge upgrade for a team that won seven games. They're going to win probably win eight or nine games. Now they lost a lot of close ones. They had like four. Yeah. Four one score losses with Carson Wentz. You're probably winning at least two of those. They could win nine more, like nine games, like realistically, like this is a good signing for Washington. hundred percent. BJ thoughts. Spiciest of chilies here. This might be one of the spicier acquisitions of the of the league year here so Carson Wentz got that rocket arm he can run around he's he's a playmaker like Kyle said he does have some plays that you know you look at and you're like holy like what the fuck was that but you look at his stats I think he only had seven picks last year um he's thrown to scary Terry and you we all saw that unreal catch he made last year he's used to making the tough catches so if Carson doesn't put it you know right in the numbers that's okay He's, uh, I think he's going to bring a lot of energy. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff going around about maybe like not, not the greatest leader or stuff like that. That might be an issue, but no, I'm, I'm so pumped to see him in Washington. I'm really excited to see them this year. We all saw him with the, with the, the Letterman jacket, the commander Letterman. We know that guy's is going to be in the conversation for offensive player of the year. That's what that absolutely. I've watched enough football movies to know that dude's a stud. Oh, dude, stud. Carter, Washington, Wentz. I got nothing to add, boys. He belongs in a stadium that's falling apart. He's yeah. like an ox. Um, and it's honestly, it's honestly perfect that way. He gets to see the Eagles twice a year. What more could you want? So, 100%. I'll There's take a- seven bad plays out of a guy. Exactly. I'll deal with it. Uh, there's a reason for this order. I am also so psyched. Carson, the commander. He. It's crazy they named the team after a guy they didn't have on the roster yet, but then they said, that's the guy. We're bringing him in. Carson's commanders. We saw the Letterman jacket. 
the and here's the thing also that is going a little slept on. Two thirds. Eh, fuck it. Give him three thirds. Who gives a shit? It's Carson Wentz. Also, at the end of this year, it doesn't work. They hate him. He hates them. All good. They can get rid of him for this much dead cap. That and that, and then he gets to go to Minnesota for the rebuild. Then he goes to Minnesota. Here we go. Carson Wentz. This is the spiciest of chose. I can't eat it. I took one. <laughs> it touched my lips. My lips are burning. I can't eat it. Rich. Dude, Carson oh, Wentz. One, one more thing that like Carter mentioned. He's in a stadium that's falling apart. Perfect. That is perfect for him. His, oh, reputation yeah. is apart. Ankles. His, his reputation has fallen apart undeservingly, and that stadium gets a lot of hate undeservingly. So what? An entire oh, railing broke and fans fell. So what? Shit. So what that there was poop water raining down on fans' heads? I don't give a shit. They have a new quarterback and new uniforms and a new name. All's forgiven. Carson, you command saw, us. Davey, you saw the Davey, they, they never... They're never counting the railings that didn't break. Only the one that did. Yeah, you only ever hear the one. You hear the, oh, okay, so it accidentally almost killed Jalen Hurts. Ooh. Oh, so sorry that out of our 500 railings, one of them broke. One of them fell. Oh, and it's never happened in another stadium? Sorry. Someone had to be first. That's the rules. Hey, and last I checked, Jalen Hurts doesn't play for Washington, so that's just good. That's competitive strategy right there. That's just trying to get an edge over a division rival. Exactly. Are you – yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And that was just bad fortune, but it was smart strategy. We all know what the W on Washington's uniforms actually stands for. People say, oh, it stands for Washington. We know it's for Wentz, Okay. And I'm pretty sure uh, that railing broke because all those Philly fans were being irresponsible and diving on top. Of so they you can't to... even put that on Washington. No, that's on Philly. Rich, bring it home. Five for five. Carson Wentz to Washington. This is ghost pepper chili right now. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Now here's the thing is, what was the what was the state straight out? What was the time crunch? <laughs> Were there other deals on the table for Wentz? I didn't hear about it. You could, I know it like hindsight's twenty twenty, but the day after Deshaun Watson is cleared of all criminal charges, the guy who is rumored that Washington would be all in on. Come on, no. Carson Wentz, I've been on this take for a while. He's stinky. He sucks. We saw it last year. He can't win the clutch games. He doesn't have Nick Foles to come in for him, so he can't. He has to play in the clutch games, and he can't win them because he goes to Jacksonville, needs to win one game against the Jags to head to the playoffs. Can't even do that. I speak up for a second. The man who's speaking, who is shitting on Carson Wentz for not winning the clutch games is an open and active supporter of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. You remember when Kirk Cousins beat Cooper Rush? Oh, that didn't happen. Whoops. Oh, hey. (laughs) Hey, and don't, don't let it go unnoticed here. Okay. He, he lost that game to Jacksonville. Sure. But he had no pressure to succeed. He had Sam Ellinger sitting beside him. Now he's got Taylor Heineke right nipping at hey, his ass. He, okay. he knows he's got to play or Heineke's going to come in and electrify that stadium again. That's 
that's my one glimmer of hope here and why I'm not saying this is stinky ass water is he has his new Nick Foles in Taylor Heineke. So they're going to win the Super Bowl. So they might win the Super Bowl because he's going to get hurt at the end of the season and Heineke's going to come in and win them the whole thing. I'm on board. Let's do it. Wentz is an MVP until the playoffs till he gets hurt. Yeah. Okay. So we had four absolute spicy chilies, and the one stinky regular water guy says there's potential they win the chip. So this, hey, not on board. Carson's shoulders. No, it'll be on his shoulders until week fourteen. You're right. The only thing on his shoulders is Lombardi when he's on other people's shoulders. <laughs> so like, he doesn't he does need to put the team on his shoulders. He's putting the team on both his dislocated ankles, and he's going to win some football games, okay? Going to win some. Going to win some. Heineke has the city on his back, and Carson's got him on his. That's the way it's going to go down. Um, obviously, the biggest QB move this offseason. Uh, there was another quarterback move we have to talk about. It is... The Mitch biggest to the Steelers. Take that back. Hey, big fan of that move, by the way. There's a reason that I fight the AF. Eat him alive. Hey, Carter. Thanks, pal. Appreciate that. Mitch Trubisky couldn't be more of a Steeler. Just poop. Just poop, man. That's. I'm much. just happy to see that Mitch is going to get a shot as a starter. Not under Nagy, under Mike Tomlin, way better coach. I'm excited. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you hate to talk about the Steelers. I'm sorry. I can say good things about them. Watch me. Trubisky hey, and Miles Jack. Used I love to, it, Rich. Miles Jack used to be a very. He used to be a premier linebacker in this league. And he He's will be. He still will be. He's yeah, old... paralyzed, isn't he? He's going to do the Ryan Shazier tackling method. That's what mm-hmm. they teach in Pittsburgh. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's true. I heard that too. Um, no, heard from, heard from Rap Sheet. Schefter, I think Schefter hopped on after, so it's good. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Um, no, of course, all jokes aside, we're talking about the Drew Locke trade. Drew Locke goes to Seattle with Noah Fant and Shelby Harris, two firsts and two seconds in exchange for a fourth and a third-round draft pick uh, who turned into Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, we talked about it last week when it broke. BJ hopped on with us to talk about it. We have all five here. This is, of course, the this is the big pie. This is the big piece that we as football fans were shocked but not surprised. Does that make that sense? Pretty, like, I was pretty surprised. Like it was shocking, and like this is one of the biggest trades ever, maybe the biggest trade of our lives as football fans, but not not surprised in the sense that there was talks of Russ to Denver. I didn't think it was actually going to happen. I thought Rogers was going to go there, if anyone, but Russ to Denver. Carter, is this regular water? As in, there's something wrong with it. I don't want to drink it. Or is this a is this a five yard slant, you know, to to set up a second and five, and that's what we like to call spicy chili. Does anybody else want to talk? Because I want to go last on this. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to go last or first, so we can cut out this entire part, and oh, I will just stay in it. 
It's okay. Staying. You know what? We're not gonna cut fucking shit. He didn't say fucking shit. Unfiltered. Right? Unfiltered. That's what you come here for. BJ, do you want to go second last or do you want to start off as the other Bronco oh, boy? I'll go first, man. It's okay. It's been spicier than the Carson Wentz trade. Okay. What? Oh yeah, easily, man. James, walk it off. Hold on, hold on. We need to just relax here. Okay. No, but yeah. So like, like I said last episode, like I was. This one really blindsided me in a way because I was so in on Aaron Rodgers coming. Like to me, it was a done deal. Maybe evidently premature, but no, Russell. He's younger. He's really good. He's got a beautiful deep ball and we got tim patrick and Cortland sutton that can go up get those deep balls uh underrated guy i think uh, i know carter loves him obviously kj hamler little speedster i think he has some potential to be uh tyler lockett-esque with russell wilson and then you pair that with uh alberto he's a fast tight end with good hands and then you got javante obviously our defense like he transformed this franchise we've been pretty irrelevant since 2015 and just like that, we're probably a top five team in the AFC for sure, possibly the league. Like, this is huge. And, uh, yeah, there's a there's a very real chance that we make a serious run in the next couple of years here. Yeah, it, um, it really kicked off what you said earlier, this whole arms race. Like, that was the move that opened the floodgates. And it was, okay, the Broncos got their guy. Let's go. And Watch out. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Um, <clears throat> in our group chat earlier. I don't know if this, I mean, the other moves obviously helped, but I think this for sure, ironically changed the the rankings of the toughest of divisions or whatever. I think it went from the NFC West to wherever Russ went, the AFC West. Now I think they are the best division of football. Like if Derek Carr is confidently 100% unanimously the worst quarterback in the division. Jesus Christ. Um, Rich, your thoughts? Regular water, spicy chili, the Ross trade. This is spicy chili. It ha- it's the spiciest of chilies this offseason. This will be the move that we talk about for years because, I mean, you could have got Aaron Rodgers, and that's good. That's great. He's Aaron Rodgers. Of course, it'd be great. But what's Aaron Rodgers got left in his career? Three years, four years, maybe. I think that's 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 three more one and dones in the playoffs. Yeah. So exactly, Russ has up to eight, I think, and maybe he's not as good as Aaron, but longer term. For sure. It's the better move. I We heard it when they made the trade. Aaron Rodgers signing in Green Bay had nothing to do with this. They were in on Russ from the start, and I think it's the best move for them. I think you guys are a team you have to look out for now. Of course you are. You were a quarterback way last year, and now you've got Russell Wilson. So, yeah, spicy. I mean, it's yeah, Dave, are you? Oh shit, shit! Didn't I didn't see the logo? I didn't see the logo. Oh my god, there's there's technical difficulties here. Shit, Dave, are you are you good to go? So I'm I'm gonna break my own news. Some dude knocked on my door. 
like like to my apartment, right? So I go and answer it. And he goes, and he looks really shocked. Like he was expecting someone else, I assume. And he goes, hey, where do you know by chance where Tyler lives? Hey, I see, dude. Who's Tyler? <laughs> Why Tyler do you assume Jr. I know Tyler? I was like, no, no, I don't know, man. He said, oh, sorry to bother you. And he left. And I took a second to digest that. Huh. Hey, Tyler, no, if you're listening. Yeah, hey, Tyler, fucking get your friend. Tyler, yeah, get Tyler, your boy, if you dog. live in my apartment building, there's a dude looking for you, and he came to my apartment, so get your shit together. Get your boy, dog. Um, Dave, Russ, Dub. It's all good in the hood, man. Drew Locke's a complete shitter. Russell Wilson will be good for a while. Makes you competitive. All good, man. Yeah. I mean, simple as that. I... um. <clears throat> Drew Locke sucks so bad. Me and Dave, like two years ago, was, I think it was maybe pre COVID or just at the start of COVID, we were having a conversation about football, about the NFL. And he turns to me and says, You know what the perfect word? If you had to describe Drew Locke in one word, do you know how I would describe him? And I said, Dave, I don't know how, you know, bad, awful. How would you describe? And what was that word, Dave? Shitter. Drew Locke is a textbook, grade A, prime, age to perfection, shitter. Um, and Russell Wilson's a first ballot Hall of Famer, nine-time Pro Bowler, been to two Super Bowls, won one of them, made one critical mistake on a terrible play call, could have been a multiple-time Super Bowl champion, still might be. This is spicy. This is this is those peppers that they say like, oh, it's it measures a 10 billion on the Scoville unit. You know, if you eat it, you die instantly. And it's like, well, why would anyone eat that? That's too spicy. That's too spicy to handle. That's what this is. I'm so pumped for you boys. Um, let's see. Braden, Dave, Rich. That's everyone. Uh, those are our thoughts on the Russ trade. Um, I'm just kidding. Carter Altwasser, bring it home. Russell Wilson. Hey, Russell Wilson, he's on your team. He's on your team. Russ. All right. We're going to take this back a little bit. February 7th, 2016. The Broncos hoist the Super Bowl trophy over the Cam Newton-led Carolina Panthers on a Dominant defense that Peyton Manning kind of just rode the shoulders on. Okay. We knew Manning was leaving. There was no doubt. He left. Defense was still together. Since February 7, 2016, the Broncos have played 97 football games. Okay. No playoffs. Not even a sniff of one. 97 football games. How many wins that is? 38 wins. 38 wins over the last 97 football games. Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Case Keenum, Joey Flacco, Brett Reppin, Shitterlock, and Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater. Don't forget Mark Sanchez. Let's go. Sorry, Mark Sanchez. Did Brandon Allen start a game? Yes, he did. Sorry, Brandon Allen. <laughs> Oh, and A, Kendall Hinton, 
Hey. Hey. Let's go. Best of them all. It's been a long six years. Okay. The day we traded for Russ was the happiest I've been as a Denver Bronco fan, and I've been alive for a Super Bowl. And it's because when we won the Super Bowl, I mean, our team was loaded. I mean, if we weren't going to win it, people knew we were a playoff team. Like, there wasn't much question in that. And it was like, okay, yeah, we did it. This feels good. But we've, to call it a rut, we've been in a rut for a while. And, and every time we bring in a mobile white QB, that rut just got a little bit deeper. And then we bring in this kid who's a white mobile QB, who's not really a team guy, who's so fucking bad that when he skips a ball to his tight end, tells him to turn around. I hit at, and I hit rock bottom at that point because I defended that man. I defended Locke. I thought he was my guy. When that happened, I went to a dark place. There, 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 you know, I started you know, having some crazy thoughts, like maybe teams should pay running backs and ridiculous things like that. And then we made the trade. And when I first see the trade, you know, I see the, the picks, the two first, two seconds. Okay, that's not too bad, but it's Russ. So what do we got to give up? Okay, three players. Okay, okay, okay. Shelby Harris. Okay, you know, he's a good, you know, he'll get his, he'll knock down some passes. Good guy. Hope the best for Shelby. Like, all right, that's kind of a hit to our defensive line. We see this young offensive rising star. Oh shit, we traded Javante. Noah Fant. Okay, you know what? Hey, all the best to Noah, but we got Alberto right behind him. My opinion, I think Alberto is better than Fant anyway. He'll be cheaper. Okay, okay. And then there was a third guy in that trade. I I can't I, I I've never felt this way as a Denver fan. The fact that we got rid of dumb fuck and we brought in Russell Wilson, like there's been some hard times and there's been some good times. And it's just, even if we don't win a Super Bowl with Russ, at least now I can go into a season knowing that, Hey, no matter what, we're going to compete and we're going to win some football games. Not, Hey, if Drew doesn't fuck it up, we might sneak away with a couple wins. And as a football fan, it, it, it's a good feeling. So to say this trade is spicy chili, it's an understatement. Thank you. And these guys are about to have the same season I had where, like, you're like, man, NFL's cool, but, like, them Bengals ain't shit. And then to watch those guys go on a run, I don't know if you're going to make to the Super Bowl because this AFC is unbelievably spicy, but at least you know – you're going to be in games. You're going to be watching the Denver Broncos at supper time and be, have that feeling in the pit of your stomach when it's a close game where you can't even eat supper till it's over. It only gets wilder from here. The start of a, of a long journey of, of knots in your stomach, of tears, of anger. Dave, we were talking about it today in terms of our hatred for teams. But, Card, that was very well said, by the way. That was elegant and eloquent and, and you've been through a hell of a lot um but people who are rational in the head and like don't watch sports or pay attention they don't get it the feelings like 
they think that the stuff we say is is joking. They don't get it. The feeling of getting a guy at that position, a position that you know very well that you played. That's 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 your guy. Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. That's hey. You finally got the guy. Brought him home. Brought him home. You brought him home. Um, yeah. And I mean, we're what, three days into free agency? We still got Honey Badger, Jarvis Landry. Devontae Adams says he won't play on the tag. Um, did I say Honey Badger? Well, fuck. Maybe we only have four guys left, but it's pretty, it's pretty big four guys. Um, Armstead, Allen Robinson. Armstead. There we, hey. Deshaun's hey. going to land somewhere in the next couple of days. Yep. Sounds like Daniel Bobby Hunter Wagner. will be on the move. Daniel Hunter, Bobby Wagner. Um, we're three days into free agency. I fucking love football. I love the NFL. Any um, any closing thoughts here, gentlemen? I'll give everyone a little chance here. Dave, you got you got any parting thoughts? I mean, I have like a, probably two separate thoughts. Like, a, I'm glad the Bengals have upgraded their O line. Some we still need a right tackle, but who'd you guys sign? Uh, Ted Kuros. He's like the yes, he's from yes. the Patriots. And then uh, Alex Kappa from the Bucks. Right. So we got interior help which is good what we needed brought bj hill back which is nice um but the the thing i want to bring up is what's the deal with these trades that are good players for fifth round picks like shaq mason's a top like what five guard in the nfl and he just went to the bucks from the patriots for a fifth like fifth round picks i guess the amari cooper goes to the shit stained cleveland browns for nothing yeah like what is i understand these contracts maybe but like for no return of, of any sort, basically. That's the weird part to me, especially like um, with the, I mean, with the Amari Cooper one. Yeah, I guess we omitted that. Um, like we see Dax numbers with and without Amari Cooper. Like you see the difference he makes on a football field. Like, uh, yes, it's wide receiver. And I mean, the Browns have had a lot. And now they have Amari. But um, yeah, that's, I'm, like Khalil Mack. You know, like, what was it, a fifth and something not much better than a fifth? Yeah, it wasn't much. Uh, Two-thirds for Carson Wentz. That's fucking highway robbery. Um, Like, (laughs) wild. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the the Shaq Mason one's the one that blows my mind. This dude was didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he's played at a Pro Bowl level this year. And they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll give him away for a fifth. (laughs) Yeah. What? I guess something else that we didn't talk about, um, just thinking back at what's happened, Tom Brady, welcome back to the sport. Um, I guess we should probably talk about him. Uh, Brady was retired for, what, 40 days? Yeah. I think. He probably yeah. played catch with his son one time and was like, this sucks. Well, and his, going son, back. his son wasn't fast and wasn't more explosive, and that's what he needs. And so he said, hey, I'm going back to where – we got Chris Godwin. We got Mike Evans. Gronk's now apparently he's posting some videos I saw before we started this of him in a barbershop in Tampa. Maybe he comes back. I don't know. But yeah, Tom, I mean, you retired for five weeks in the offseason. So it's literally like you never left. Um, 
good to see. My favorite part was how he's like, yeah, I just, I realized that my, my role wasn't on the bench. It's on the field. It's like, you didn't even watch any football. Like you, you literally watched the NFC championship game in the Super Bowl, And he's probably like, oh, I could have won that. I could have done that. If you think about it, like the last time we saw him on a field, like when we thought it was his last game, like he complete, he did Tom Brady things. He completed the comeback. He did it. And it was just his secondary to let him down. So maybe he's like, I, I can't imagine being that competitive though, where he's like, no, I still have something to prove. Like to say you don't, like you don't. He doesn't well, have maybe another ring or two. He's already like what two or three ahead of the next closest player. Well, you show me that video. I forget who it was, but they broke down Tom Brady's career. He's had three Hall of first ballot Hall of Fame careers, and and he still has something left in the tank. Yeah, and then and then the Bucks did the hilarious like ah shoot, I guess it's time for us to unload, right? And then Tom Brady's like, nope, I'm coming. And then they're like, oh, Godwin, Carlton Davis. Shaq Mason, get over here. Right, just like, yeah, let's bring them all back. We have to keep running. I imagine that there's like an alarm in the building. And they're like, Tom's out. Yeah, we're going to start unloading some contracts and we're going to go back to being the shitty bucks. And also Arians gets a text and it's just, hey, Bruce, um, I'm, I'm coming back. And Bruce just pulls this big lever on the wall and and there was go, go, get Shaq Mason, only trade a fifth. Chris Godwin, $60 million. Carlton Davis, what do you want? And they had to get everyone back in the building because they're it was it was 40 days, right? Yeah. That he was gone. Oh. Yeah, because I like in the Bible, there's lots of like 40 day stuff. Like there's one, and it's like I and this is what I believe. I believe that Tom Brady is like the god of the NFL. Because God, he he flooded in the old testament, he floods the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. So that it can be rebuilt and like purified, right? And that's why NFL's so crazy right now. That's why it's the most nuts it's ever been, is because Tom Brady did his 40 day purge and the NFL is now rebuilding. Shit. If he came out with another one of his IG videos and he straight up said, like, I'm the Messiah, I am the second coming, I'd be like, oh, okay, that explains it finally. Like, who are, who are we to say he's not? Have you ever seen him and Messiah in the same room? Has there ever been a better football player? So, so... No, he's the GOAT and anybody you know, that It's wants almost to godlike, just... isn't it? It's, it's, co- it's common knowledge God loves football. Like, there's too many connections here for they're not when, – where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, nobody will ever win seven Super Bowls again. There's guys that will maybe win three or four and be first ballot Hall of Famers because they're incredible. Yeah, Joe but Burrow. seven is – Stupid. Unless it's a person that ring chases for seven years, I guess. But and there's only one quarterback in NFL history who doesn't have the last name Manning to beat Tom Brady twice in the postseason on the road. It's a very that's a very specific example. To beat yeah. Tom Brady twice on the road without the last name. I mean, it is still impressive, but you fucking right it is. 11 touchdowns, zero picks in a single postseason. Joe Flacco, Super Bowl MVP. I get a car? Yeah, you do, Joe. Drive that son of a bitch home. Got a bit derailed, but fuck it. That's why you listen here, Rich. Any closing thoughts for the people? I mean, it's been a boring free agency as a Vikings fan. Um, 
dude, I didn't think you were going to say as a Vikings fan. I was like, what the fuck more do you want? <laughs> this thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew it was going to happen to us. Um, like, Everything sucked like the was. <laughs> I don't care if I die at all. I, I don't know. I'm... I'm happy. I am happy we got a deal done with Kirk. I'm happy Kirk Cousins is coming back to Minnesota. I had some wild dreams about maybe we can bring in Deshaun Watson, but we'd be giving up a lot of our team. Um, Kirk's taking a, a pay cut. We have a little bit of room to do stuff, especially if we get rid of Daniel Hunter, which I like you, Daniel, but I mean, don't break your neck and maybe we can keep you around. Um, rules are rules. Rules are rules. Um, that seems like a pretty simple one to follow. Just don't break your neck. Yeah. Uh, hey, r- rules are like necks. They're meant to be broken. Right? Damn. Everyone knows that saying. Not really yeah. easier. Can you guys make that on a t-shirt? Hey. I would buy that t-shirt. Speaking of making things on a t-shirt, Ooh. you'll notice that this week we've been plugging spicy chili a lot rich our very own rich mr rich reese richard shonsby richard reese shonsby has designed a new shirt for us the spicy chili t-shirt go pick it up because do you want to be do you want to be regular water or spicy chili choice is yours choice is yours And there, there's a wrong answer, and then there's spicy chili. So go pick that up. It is fire. It is spicy chili in itself. Uh, links will be in our descriptions. Uh, Beach, any any parting thoughts? No, this, this episode was a lot of fun. And NFL is king, as always. Free agency is wildly exciting. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing else like it. I'm just glad that the boys can get together and hash out how we feel about it. It's a lot of fun. Great time. Exactly. Carter? Yeah, this is lots of fun. Thanks That's all the time we have. Um, so we'll just, we're going to wrap it up here, but no, I we love having you boys on. It's always nice chatting ball with the boys. Um, but yeah, go follow us at the booth EC on Twitter and Instagram. Um, all our links for our socials, um for our merch store everything will be in our description like share subscribe all that stuff we appreciate it and if you don't i hope you fucking perish sooner than you should that's that's the honest to god truth sorry (laughs) way to go swinging hey calling a spade a spade you know you're either spicy chili or you're a piece of shit so choice is yours oh but, before we wrap oh, this up before we wrap yeah. this up there does need to be a tirade about it goodbye cj uzama i already miss you i love you goodbye we're gonna end this with what number did he wear 87 we're gonna end this with an 87 second moment of silence hold on it's not silent yet make noise Guys, keep talking, keep talking. Can't be silent. Keep talking.
That was painful. I'm being quiet so hard. You had to be 87, hey? <laughs> we'll, we'll miss you, CJ. We'll love you, CJ. Hopefully you uh, don't do anything special in New York with the Jets, but uh, then you get your booming career in the media popping because you're the biggest personality I've ever seen. God forever, bless. Forever a Bengal. Thank you for listening to the Booth Podcast.